Thank you for joining me on another episode of Mind Matters. This podcast intends to raise awareness, which is a cornerstone of any mental health toolkit. I'm Dr. Roshan Jain, a psychiatrist at Apollo Hospitals, Bangalore, India. To know more about me, view my awareness videos, read the blogs and article, visit my website roshanjain.com, or follow me on my YouTube channel called Mindism. This is a two-part podcast on depression. In this episode, I will start a conversation on depression, explore and understand some of the basics of depression, differentiate it from depressed mood, identify some of the key features and other essential aspects of this common but easily treatable medical condition. I will address some pragmatic strategies to overcome depression in the next episode, including psychological and medicinal treatment. So why is it challenging to converse about depression? Well, talking about a past or present experience with depression can be overwhelming. There are many reasons we may decide not to share our inner struggles. For example, we don't want to burden others, fear being judged or treated differently, or worry about getting fired. Perhaps the hesitation is also driven by our misconception that feeling depressed is a sign of weakness, a character flaw, or something we have brought upon ourselves. In addition, many worry about being labeled or put on medicines for life. Such misunderstanding infuses hesitation, a sense of shame and guilt, and stigmatizes mental health difficulties. In all, these factors act as a barrier in accepting this common illness and seeking help at an appropriate time. Consequently, one is subjected to unnecessary suffering with delay in treatment and recovery, and in some cases lead to an unfortunate and untimely loss of life. But talking about depression can be a crucial first step in recovery. Most people feel better after talking to someone who will listen and cares about them. And if that someone is a trained professional, then the process of recovery has already begun. Talking is therapeutic. It helps in processing emotions and better understand our inner world, a factor necessary for shifting from problems to solutions and from mindlessness to mindfulness. In addition, talking about our feelings can be the catalyst for a significant shift in how we view ourselves in this world and how society views and addresses depression. Depression is a common illness or a more severe form of depressed mood beyond life's ordinary ups and downs. It affects our thoughts, mind and body and can have devastating impact on work, relationship and quality of life. According to WHO, Globally, over 350 million people of all ages suffer from depression. In India, over 60 million Indians are affected by depression. Depression is already the second leading cause of disease worldwide and the second largest killer after heart disease. An estimated 15% of depressed people unfortunately die by suicide. Worldwide, over 800,000 people die due to suicide every year, which is one person every 40 seconds. That's a startling number for a preventable catastrophe. More worryingly, there is data to suggest that for each adult who die by suicide, there are as many as 20 other who are attempting suicide. Therefore, it is essential to approach every self-harm incident with utmost seriousness and care. Despite these grim statistics, never forget hope and that depression can be identified and treated but to get people on the path to treatment and recovery, we first need to get people to start talking about depression. 
So what is the difference between depressed mood and depression? Let's first talk about depressed mood. I think there is an unrealistic expectation of being happy and occupied all the time. Thus, negative emotions such as melancholy, the blues or depressed mood have become one of the most challenging emotions to handle. But just like the changing weather, we need to experience a variety of perspectives. While positive feelings can be beneficial for creativity, a negative state of mind is not necessarily counter-creative. Many artists let their negative emotion be expressed in art. Melancholy can also be a rich source of writing, poetry and music. It can provide an opportunity to focus on oneself and one's context, an opportunity for self-knowledge and exploration of inner strength. Therefore, in contrast to happy and positive emotions, negative emotions can be a rich source for personal growth. Having set the context, let's try and understand the difference between depressed mood and clinical depression. This understanding can play a crucial role in timely action and help seeking where required. Feeling sadness, melancholy or grief when you go through challenging life experiences or loss is part of being human. And most of the time, you continue to function. You know that in time, you will bounce back and you do. But what if you don't bounce back from melancholy? What if your feelings of sadness linger, become excessive and significantly interferes with work, sleep or recreation? What if your feelings are associated with fatigue, loss of motivation and interest, negativity, pessimism and worthlessness? Well, you may be experiencing clinical depression. The boundary between this depressed mood and clinical depression may seem imprecise. But remember, clinical depression is associated with more intense and longer lasting symptoms or features that profoundly impacts functioning and are much more likely to require treatment. So here are some of the key features of clinical depression as listed in the standard diagnostic manual and used by psychiatrists to conclude a diagnosis and differentiate between depressed mood and depression. A continuous depressed mood present most days of the week and worse in the mornings, loss of interest in previously enjoyable activities, reduced or low energy when one hasn't done much in the way of activities. Now these are the three principal features. At least two of the three mentioned features must be present most of the time for most days of the week for two continuous weeks. Then there are associated features to consider such as excessive fatigue or loss of energy, significant sleep disturbances with early morning wakening, usually two hours earlier than standard waking time, a loss of appetite with weight loss of 5% of the body weight in the previous month alone, agitation or slowing of movements, indecisiveness or trouble thinking or undue worrying, inattentiveness and poor memory. Now this is due to excessive worrying which leads to inattentiveness insufficient registration and recollection. Consequently, one experiences poor memory. Next, one might have feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness, or excessive and inappropriate guilt, or a sense of self-blame for their actions or inactions. Many will have recurrent thoughts of death or suicide, and few may plan or engage in a suicide attempt. So suppose one has two of the first three features, that is continuous depressed mood, reduced energy and loss of interest and five or more of the other associated features present for most days, for most of the time, for two continuous week. In that case, 
one is likely to have clinical depression. Please remember this list is not intended for self-diagnosis but to help you differentiate between depressed mood and clinical depression and help you to consider remedial measures and seeking early professional help. Next, let's talk about the causes of depression. It is often said that depression results from chemical imbalance where one has an inadequate amount of happy chemicals such as serotonin. But in reality, it doesn't capture the complex medical condition. The causes of depression include faulty mood regulation by the brain, genetic vulnerability, example having a family history of mental health problem, stressful life events including abuse, harassment, significant changes or a loss of loved one by death or separation, drugs and alcohol abuse, certain medications like steroid or a diagnosis of major medical problem like cancer. Many of these factors interact to bring on depression. In short, clinical depression results from various biological or bodily, psychological and social factors. Contrast that with depressed mood which can be a reaction to transient minor life experiences or change. In summary, I must emphasize that we all need to take time to understand the deeper meaning of our mood and emotions rather than brushing it aside. Remember negative emotions like the blues and melancholy can provide an opportunity for self-knowledge and be a rich source for personal growth. But one must be vigilant of these negative emotions, learn from them and allow them to pass. And if they persist, then take remedial measures to resolve it. If a depressed mood is unresponsive to simple, pragmatic measures such as sharing feelings with family and friends, lifestyle changes, etc., then have a high degree of suspicion for clinical depression and consider seeking professional help. Importantly, when the sense of doom and gloom prevails, it's better to try to remedy these feelings rather than act impulsively in a harmful manner. I think life is more significant than all its problems put together. Therefore, we must preserve life and find ways to work around the difficulties by taking all the help required. Don't forget, clinical depression is common, easily treatable, and most recover. And remember, people don't fake depression, they fake being okay. So be kind, encourage people to talk about their emotions, which are essential elements of being human. Talking about depression can be a crucial first step in the recovery process. In the following podcast on depression, we shall discuss ways to overcome depression with some pragmatic strategies and formal treatment such as psychotherapy and medication. I want to finish with some food for thought. Haruki Murakami, a well-known Japanese writer quoted, we cannot simply sit and stare at our wounds forever. We must stand up and move on to the next action. Lao Tzu, an ancient Chinese philosopher stated, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you are at peace, you're living in the present. Thank you for listening. Keep calm and keep safe. And do share this podcast as sharing is caring. Thank you very much.